0: Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio.
1: Now there may be some rough waters before we ever get to where we're going, but if everybody will stay in the boat, and if everybody will do their job, and will do what they're called to do, we'll come out on the other side, and we'll be shouting the victory.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Decisions Determine Destiny, by Ken Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful message. Right now, here's Ken Hagen with today's teaching.
1: The decision must be made, and we cannot lean to our own understanding. Many of you are saying, well, I don't understand, Lord, Uh, you know, I want to do this, I want to do that. Quit leaning to your own understanding, trust in the Lord, work where He's got you now, as if... That's the only place you're ever going to work for God. I know about myself. I know about my son when he had to make a decision. I know how I had to do to make a decision to to leave a, a, a church as a social pastor that... Uh, By now, I would have been the senior pastor of and so forth and so on. Lynette and I thought we had our lives planned, but we had to make a decision. I made a decision to go and I became a crusade director with no preaching responsibilities whatsoever. And I'd been preaching every Sunday. Involved very heavily in, in preaching ministry. It looked as if And i got a sermon I preach on this from Samaria to Sahara, see? (laughs) Philip went from the citywide meeting in Samaria down to the desert. Sahara's a desert, you know. And he went there to talk to one man. Somebody said that couldn't have been God. What we got to understand is that God don't think the way we think. And he moves us and positions us but if I hadn't made the decision to go I would, and, and go through some things that I went through, I wouldn't be in a position to do what I'm doing today. I really didn't understand it I had a deferment back then and I lost my deferment and I didn't understand why I had to go in the army but I understand now everything I learned especially because I worked with top secret stuff and had to leave it when I walked out of the office, had to leave it I, it, it helped me train me for what I'm doing right now I can walk out of that office over there with all the administrative duties that I have because I have to run this whole outfit Kenneth Hagin ministries worldwide is on my shoulders and I have to pass to this church but I can walk out of that administrative office and come and preach and leave it all behind. But that army training helped me to learn to do that. What I'm saying to you, everything that you've been through, God can use it for His glory and use it if you will make a decision to follow Him and to get involved with Him and to do whatever your hand finds to do. My dad used to tell me that all the time. Son, do whatever your hand finds to do for God. Well, I don't know whether he's leading or not. Well, there's an opportunity. Take it. Some of the people around here want to be pastors, want to be this and want to be that. Then the best thing you can do is get involved in working in the classes, working with the children, working in every other way. Then when you get to be a pastor, at least you know what it's supposed to do, what's supposed to happen. Hello? And then God is going to use some of you just in the ministry of helps. You're never going to be in the pulpit ministry. But you're going to be there like Aaron and her that hold up Moses' hands. Thank God for volunteers that hold up this pastoral staff's hands and keep us going. We can't do it by ourselves. There's no way. But you're thank God for all of those that are in the ministry. Made a decision to be in the ministry of helps. And help hold our hands Aren't you thankful for this orchestra and this choir That made a decision to be in the music ministry Help ministry It's not easy to come to practice It's not easy to have to And many of these people you know They had laid down their musical instruments years ago They had to pick them back up And and get their lips back in shape And and learn the fingering They had it You know they knew how to play But they were squeaking and squawking to start with It's the decision. You make a decision. I'm talking about decisions that's going to affect your life, the life of churches, and the lives of people. And God is not going to knock you down, roll you over, and stand you up to get you to know that what you're supposed to do. He's going to gently urge you. He's going to put some things that you're going to come by that you're going to see. He's going to put some people in your path to say a few words to you to help you. And then the devil is going to put a lot of people in your path to discredit and discourage. And then you're going to have to make a decision. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. We all stand there. Every day we stand in the valley of decision. I've made up my mind, I'm going to follow God no matter what. i made up my mind to trust in the Lord and lean not to my own understanding. If God said it, that's it. Here we go. Hang on. All of us face that all of the time. Not just once do you face it, you face it daily with doing what God has asked you to do. And I say every day, Lord, here we go. All I know is that I feel like God is prompting us to go a certain direction. Sometimes when I get up here and say, hey, this is where we're going, I don't have all the answers. All I know is that's what God is prompting us to do. Now, everybody, let's step out in the boat and hang on because here we go. Now, there may be some rough waters before we ever get to where we're going, but if everybody will stay in the boat and if everybody will do their job and will do what they are called to do, we'll come out on the other side and we'll be shouting the victory in your individual lives that's what you need to do you need to make up your mind as a family if your family you need, your family needs if you're a single person you need to make up your mind this is what god said this is what we're going to do and set out in the boat and say here we go no matter what comes or what goes how much wind blows how, how rough the water gets who says we shouldn't do it and who says we should Whatever comes, we're going with God. Here we go. Make that decision. Put your foot down. Slam the door behind you. Cut the bridges behind you. And move on with what God has for you. Today, sitting here, we have people that have come uh, from having owned their own business, working in factories other countries from all kinds of diverse cultures some people have come from the inner city where there's a hustle and a bustle other have come from the quietness and the convenience of the suburbs some have come from the farms of America that feed the hungry of the world some from the large metropolitan complexes some from small towns why are you here I believe that all of us have one thing in common we are all endeavoring to fulfill God's will for our lives. Now there's no use to ask this question because everybody is interested. But I'm gonna ask it anyway. How many of you are really, 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 really interested and wanting the will of God in your life? We all are. I told you it shouldn't ask the question, but I was gonna ask it anyway. I want us to look at one of the characters in the Word of God that I like to look after. He is the father of faith in the Word of God, none other than Abraham himself. Number one, Abraham was willing to leave where he was to follow God, all right? Genesis chapter 12, begin reading with the first verse. Now the Lord had said to Abram, I want you to notice his name hadn't been changed yet here. His name didn't get changed until he did what God told him to do. Now the Lord said to Abram, Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you I will make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those that bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. I want you to notice something here that God told Abram at that time. Get out of your country. Let me put that in to a little different term that I believe that we all might Get out of your comfort zone. Get out of what you're used to, the same old six and seven, and get out of the comfort area. You know, sometimes we all get so comfortable where we are that we sometimes fail to hear God telling us, move. We don't want to move. We don't want to hear it. Hello, you been there? I have. Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house. If you want the will of God in your life, you're going to have to leave some things. You're going to have to turn your back on some things. Abraham here had to turn his back on the land and the environment that he was familiar with he had to leave family and relatives. He had to leave a lifestyle that he was used to living. His friends and acquaintances he had to leave behind. His social status and community position were left in Haran. Abraham left with no family members going with him or relatives except Lot. See, when you decide to follow God and do what God has asked you to do, you have to leave the crowd behind.
0: You're listening to Rama for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Call now to get this month's special offer: the CD series Camp Meeting Classics, Volume One, for 1995, featuring classic camp meeting sermons from Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth W. Hagen, Oral Roberts, and John Osteen call today and get this month's special offer now call 1888 faith 99 that's 1888 faith 99 or if you prefer write kenneth hagen ministries our address is po box 50126 tulsa oklahoma 74150 don't forget for faster service order online at Rama.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
1: And remember, call
0: the Arms Ministers Conference November right.
1: seventh through nine. Building men a character—it's going to be a great, 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 great uh, men's conference. That's right. I I do them differently. Been, you know, I said I've been—you know—I grew up in this. I saw so many of them. A lot of hype. I said if I do a men's conference, it's going to have some meat to it. There are there is nine different workshops that you can go to. And I'm going to tell you what, each one of them is designed to deal with problems that men face, real problems, and and, and of course, building men of character. And this helps us to be able to build our character so we can live the life that we need to live uh, for God, be the examples that we need to be for our families you want to get here just go to rhema.org slash cta and and you can sign up right there and all the other information is there about hotels and so forth Uh, we're going to be looking for you
0: if rhema for today has blessed your life then consider giving a financial gift to help offset the cost of broadcasting this program in your area our partners make this radio program possible we thank you for all your support. Interested in becoming a Word Partner? Call today and request the Word Partner Packet. That number is 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or visit RAMA.org today. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Ken Hagen, Decisions Determine Destiny. Thanks for listening to Rema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen